Exercise is not a weight loss program. Cardio is not necessary for fat loss. Carbs are not the enemy. One of, one of the best ways to improve your hip mobility that doesn't require stretching, get up off your ass and walk around. There is no magical fat burning zone, only poor habits and a poor diet. What is golf fitness? It is a program designed to make your body better at the game of golf. Squat, deadlift, press, pull, and rotate. This make you better at golf. It'll make you better in all aspects of your life. Welcome to the Shoot It Straight podcast. My Welcome. name is Erica Westcott. I'm Cody Westcott. I'm a nutrition coach and a fitness expert. I'm a golf fitness expert. Damn right you are. That's right. And that's squat. He's on the ground. Can't see him. Squat Westcott is here, everybody. That's our long hair dachshund for those that um, don't know about squat. You don't know. You must be living under a rock. But yeah, that's who are you? He typically behaves during the episodes, but sometimes he likes to talk. So, you know, anybody that has a dachshund will understand they're a little vocal. He's pretty good, though. Most yeah, and it's of the Sunday, time. so it's a little more active outside today. Than, oh, is, than church, is church happening or something? It's Oklahoma. Church is always happening. Church is. Church every day in Oklahoma. Um, no, it just looks more. I mean, it's a beautiful day. Like it just looks like there's more people out and about. So it is a beautiful day. It is hot. We're getting ready to go to the beach. Damn right, we are. Very excited about our cross country country road trip that's about to happen. I know. We're going to be traveling for a while. Going to play some golf. Play some golf. We're bringing our sticks. Bringing our bathing suits. Yeah, you can go to the beach. I'll go play golf. We're gonna. I'll play. I'll probably end up playing a couple times. I mean, I like playing at the courses at the beach because they're really. They're fast. Like, nobody that was out last time we went. They're not crowded. Yeah, we'll find out this time. Yeah, I guess it was, like, uh, summertime when we went, so. It was, like, June of 2021? Oh, I went out there last time. It was pretty busy. Oh. Whatever. And they're short. The course I like out there is really short, so I should, like, vomit it in people, but. I like that, though. Well, oh, you I do, think. but, like, then I have to, like. But sometimes <laughs> I play better by just, like, hitting, like, irons. And yeah. Poking it down there. You, and... have, you have in the past had get to work on your shorter game to work with your irons more yeah because out there like par fives are 400 yards i mean it's, it's literally for people that are in their 70s plus like out there living their best life in the retirement communities which we don't hate on by the way we fucking love that yeah some of the course i mean some of the courses i mean i love them the courses out there are great they're great and they're they're close um they're pretty very pretty they're very pretty a lot of trees lose a lot of balls yes and lots of animals but there's actually i think our golf course has a good amount of am animals Oh, Meadowbrook? Yeah. Yeah, there's tons of geese out there. Geese, turtles. Oh, yeah, a good amount of turtles. Multiple turtles. Big turtles. turtles big old turtles. Small turtles. Our, cor our course is hard, though. I finally figured it out. finally hit a couple rounds in the 70s now, but I was hanging out in the 80s because it's, you know. I'm a, our course I, is I hard. I hit the ball far, and, like, you know, I, I don't hit every fairway and uh, end up behind a bunch of trees. So. Or you play a par three that's hard as fuck. They're hard. Well, the par threes are fine, but they're all it's, hard. It's, it's a, it's it's the tight fairways and yes, you know the trees it's that the you're trees. always you know I've hit so many punch shots. Yeah, I got to learn how to hit a punch shot with every single club in my bag. Literally, it's like oh let me hit a punch six iron. Oh a punch three iron. Oh let me hit this punch fifty two. It's like wow. It's like <laughs> do I have to get under, do I have to go under six trees or do I just have to go under one? Like, if I just have to go under one, I can you know hit my hit a different club. It's it's wild. I love that you we can relate though because it's it's funny like when if I'm on the fairway it feels like a dream. Yeah, like, you, you, haven't, you haven't you know punch shots hitting it low like I you, know. you haven't learned how to hit it I, low. I know how to play field hockey, so sometimes I just not on purpose hockey. though. <sighs> just give me a break. You've been giving me a hard time. I haven't had I 
have a good round last time, but I'm not that bad. Jesus. I never said you're that bad. You're just you. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk about results. Well, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a hot topic. I think. I think it can come down to. This is a good fitness topic, and the topic is drum roll, please. <laughs> can anybody hear that? How or why you're not getting the results that you want, either in the gym, your fitness program, body, food, whatever. This is all about why you are not getting the results that you want. Tell us why. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to be speaking high level because we're not um, talking to any individual. So we'll go over the common faults. But again, between the both of us, we've coached thousands of people beyond um, in both one-on-one -on -one settings and group formats. And um, I think, you know, I don't know if there's a list of how many, but I would say that, that we'll probably go through like three or four of the most common reasons. I mean, they're not, there's not that many reasons why people do, don't get the results. There really aren't. We can overcomplicate it and think that it's because we're missing the nitty gritty. But um, the first one that I want to talk about is not being patient enough and thinking that we are going to be getting whatever our new goal of the week is or our goal of January or oh, golf season just started, I'm gonna do X, is that we think that we do something for two weeks consistently, which by the way, is great. Mm -hmm. But we we think two weeks out of like the span of our life, which is thousands of weeks or whatever, like we think two weeks is something or even six weeks or whatever, like we're not patient enough um, and what goes along with that consistency is truly being consistent with that, with that, with that as well. Right. And so you and I have talked about this before where it's like two weeks is 14 days. It's not like just Monday through Friday. And then like you exclude the weekends or what have you. Right. So again, I know I'm speaking like so generally and I'll give a few examples, but like consistency and being patient kind of go hand in hand, I think, um, as one, because it's important for people to really align their expectations, like with reality and I think we've just been inundated with um, fitness programs out there and nutrition programs out there that promise things in 30 days or less or whatever. And like, so we've just been programmed to think that, that we should be somewhere within 30 days of starting something. And so then that leads to people being really discouraged because they maybe they have truly been consistent for two weeks and they're like, well, what the fuck? Nothing's happening. Right. I mean, I get that all the time. We hear that a lot from clients where it's like, well, I haven't seen anything yet. And it's like, okay, but like really stick to it. Um, and to that, I say like, I think giving yourself six months to a year of being consistent with something is a fair approach to anything that you're starting out that's new. Mm -hmm. um, now, again, this fitness program thing or whatever that it is should be a good one. And so that goes back to the consistency thing is Whatever it is that you are doing, so say we are talking about a workout program, it should be a good one, but it, but a good one can look really different for people. And I think what makes a big part of what makes something a good program though, is something that you can stick to that is sustainable for you. So going back to like the 30 day challenges or the 75 hard type programs that are really extreme or, you know, we're, we're fasting or we're only eating whole 30 for a certain amount of time. That's a hard thing to keep on going for a long time, which is why they are shorter in length, because most people like life will happen, quote unquote, and you can't keep up with 
working out seven days a week, working out really, really hard. Like you get sick, you get injured. There's a wedding, there's a this, there's a that. So again, when you're setting yourself up to say, well, how can I keep up with something for six to 12 months? That seems impossible. That's where you should be. That's where your baseline is. You should be thinking about what can I do for six to 12 months? That's not so unsustainable and hard. And like I'm white knuckling through every single day. Right. Um, so again, in the context of a workout program, something that's going to work for you is a, that you enjoy it enough to like stick to it for a while, but also like maybe something that isn't seven days a week and something that's a little bit more for lack of a better word, balance, like you're doing three to four days a week and you feel like that you can keep that up throughout the course of a year or six months. Maybe you're missing a week here and there for vacation, but again, macro level, like zooming out the lens, you're seeing yourself be pretty much like 90% plus consistent and sticking to it and right. giving yourself that time. Yeah. And so when, you know, obviously people to be consistent and keep your patience is you want to see results. Yes. So even, you know, you know, even if they're not big results, that's why tracking is important. So whatever your result is, you need to have some metric that you can see that will keep you engaged. Like, I mean, I've had clients in the past like, Oh, you know, I'm not seeing a difference here. I'm not, not getting this or not whatever's not happening. And I pull up my, um, you know, my spreadsheet essentially. And I'm like, well, here, I can show you what's, what's happened on in the gym from a performance standpoint. I can show you that you're stronger, that you move better. You couldn't even do this exercise last, you know, two, three weeks ago. Now we're doing it with weight. Yes. Um, so there are improvements and that's kind of what pe keeps people from becoming too impatient yes. is that they are seeing that something is happening. And if you are being consistent, even just for two weeks, something's changed. Yes. I would guarantee yes. like there's some marker you can look at that has gotten better. Yeah. Guarantee there's something. Well, that was my second point and you went right into it perfectly. Oh, cool. Perfect. It's, it's looking at the wrong things. It's measuring the wrong things or not measuring at all. But typically it's measuring the wrong things because typically people are like, I haven't lost 10 pounds. I haven't lost 10 pounds. I haven't lost 10 pounds. And you're just like, oh, but there's this list of like 78 other things that have happened in two weeks that, have, that, are, that are going on. And yes, I'm glad that you brought that up because again, this isn't like, okay, guys, just start your watch and wait 12 months and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, like we want to build momentum. Momentum is really important with clients. So a lot of like, you know, programs out there, I'm not going to shit on anything that's or on everything that's 30 days or six weeks. Building momentum is important for clients um, because yeah, like we don't want to just be doing something and be like, is this working or what? Like, mm -hmm. what are we doing? Why am I doing this? Um, motivation is fleeting. We know that we know people get excited at the start of anything new and they're going to be like gung ho about it for again, about two weeks is how long people last on the whole motivation and then it'll fade. But if you build the momentum and you get the snowball rolling down the hill and you are paying attention to the right things, AKA is your sleep getting better? Have you been able to go to the gym now three times a week consistently for the first time in years, you mm -hmm. know? Um, are you creating that time? Are you cutting out that time for yourself? Have you noticed your stress levels are going down because you're sleeping better? Are you right. eating better as a result of showing up to the gym? Because like one is playing off of the other. Right. And I think you have to remember, it's always so important to like, um, take notes of this stuff. Right. Um, I know you're, you, when you get a cold, for example, and you're like, you can't smell anything. You're like, Oh man, I can't wait till I can smell again. It's gonna be so great. You know, like you don't really think about like how great that feels, how great smelling was until you, yes. until you can't. 
Yes. And then, and then once it happens again, you kind of just forget about it again. Yes. You know, you're like, oh, I kind of forgot all about that time when I couldn't do this. So writing down, like if you were, if you've suffered from back pain and you've been working on your core stability and your hip mobility and, and you're and you're better and that back pain has gone, but then you just kind of forget about it. Yes. But that's a massive step forward. Huge. So taking, you know, measures of every single thing about how you feel. I mean, not every single thing, just the things that stick out to you, how they feel. Because who knows, in two weeks, they might be gone. And then you're like, oh, I don't feel anything. But you felt a negative something. Yes, that's important. You know, and now you don't. That's a huge goal. I mean, that's massive. No, I love that. I That reminds me of when I was going through a lot of stuff with my health. And you would look at, like, I would keep food diaries for my Crohn's disease, managing it. And just lear- learning how many times a month that I was having like episodes basically, but it's the exact same thing as the back pain thing where I was like, okay, I'm still having episodes, but they're every three months instead of every three weeks. Mm-hmm. And again, it's really, really hard. Even someone who's like super in tune with their body, like if you can't just go back on recollection. It, it all starts to run together. You mm-hmm. can say that you're going to remember, but you just don't. Right. But I would keep like in my literal like day planner would have no, oh, like a bad belly day would have like an X on it or whatever. It wasn't anything sexy. This was like before even like Google sheets were super popular. Right. But I could always go back and be like, Oh my God, it's been six months. Like I've been feeling really good. Like that's really important. Same exact thing with back pain or injury. Same thing. If you've been chronic, if you get chronically injured or you have to sit out every two weeks because of X joint, this joint that bothers you or lower back or whatever, keep track of that stuff. And yeah, to your point, we're, we, we're so we are so easy to focus on the negative instead of, so when it's not there, we're just like, oh, instead of being like, oh, actually it has been four months since I've had any lower back pain. That's the first time that's happened to me in years. Right. Or since I can remember. So yeah, that's a good one. And for instances, you know, since I work with golfers, same thing. Like if you start hitting the ball farther, remember what it was like to hit your second shot from 210. Right. And now you're at 180 yeah. or whatever, you know, like you're, Hitting a lot easier shots, like if you're keeping track of that, maybe your putting's gone to shit for some random reason and your score's the same, but your strokes gained to the green should be a lot better. Yes. So like keep track of all that. Yes. You know, and if that's a benefit of a workout program or something like that, it's heading in the right direction. Totally. And that's a good thing. And you should be very patient and consistent and keep, keep going. Yes. And there's, there's a laundry list. Like we can't even begin because this is where it gets really client specific depending on someone's goal, but the list of things outside of your aesthetics can go on for days of things that you can look on, look at that are improving. So it's important to start paying attention to those. But again, the big ones are like pain, injury, stress, sleep, energy levels, digestion, like things like that. Like the big heavy hitters. Are those things getting better? Are you feeling better? Rate your days on a scale of one to 10. Sometimes I just have clients do that, that feel like overwhelmed by being too like micromanaging and like, cool, like start to just rate your vibe. Yeah. Go from like one to 10. How's it going? And what's great about our program is train heroic, ask you these questions. Yes. When you first log in and I'm guilty of skipping over them sometimes because I want to just, I'm like ready to get the workout started. But you know, these are things that you can take advantage of and really start to look at because it will give you a graph too. train heroic will yes of like oh shit look i am getting better yes my readiness is better i'm not yeah. as sore as i used to be yes all these things are important yes no awesome yeah i like that feature of train heroic as well it's and i actually you skip over it i always enter it in it takes two seconds well you're that you're the type of person that does that. i know it's just it, i'm it, the type i'm the skipping type of person <laughs> 
So see, we're real life. We're real life. I mean, that's why life. I ask you to double check the programs every week because you are the, is that type A? Yeah. You're I the guess. type A, like uh, attention to detail, much more attention to detail. And I'm the, you know, like, I don't know what I am, but that's just you. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I am. We're not going to talk about that on this podcast. <laughs> but whatever I am, you you fill in that void for, for me on on this stuff to make sure like I put everything in the program that's supposed to be there. But cause you, you understand like what I want to be in there and yeah, you ask me, ask me if I miss it or something. I try, I try my best. We try to complement each other's skills, which we do pretty well, actually. Yeah. I think. Yin and yang or. Yeah. 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 I'm white. You're black. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Is that what that is? The yin yang? The white and black thing? Yeah. Okay. Let's get tattoos that match. No. <laughs> Just kidding. The only tattoo I'm the getting 90s is, are is, back. Of, is of that right there. The 90s are back. Yeah, we're going to get squat taps. Maybe I get the front side and you get the back <laughs> on our like, calves or something. His butt. I get his butt? His tail. Not like the him. back. Like his, I get the front of the body. I'll get the back. I don't care. I get, I'll get the back. Maybe got back. <laughs> okay, so we have patience slash cons- like waiting, wait, wait long enough. Patience, consistency. We have measuring the wrong things. Let me, let me kind of elaborate on that. Um, we didn't just elaborate on that? Well, I don't know where, where this is going to fall. What do you have for the next one? No, go ahead. So I just want to talk about this because like, this is like the phase of, of the training that, um, and by the time this comes out, probably won't be the phase of the Lift Heavy Swing Fast program anymore, but this, this just is for all types of training. Um, so there's results you get from the workout, right? Like after the workout that you take out to whatever it is that you're going to do with it. Like, so in our case play golf. And that's my goal, right? Is I want to make people that do our programs, like they came to me because they wanted to be a better golfer and athlete and they want to make themselves better too. But like right now is in season training. So I want to make you better out on the golf course. So we're training right now with, with high intensity and very low repetition. So the workout itself is not like that crazy, like kick your ass, like be on the floor at the end of the workout, like in a pool of sweat type of thing. And I think that's where people think that results come from, or they want the result of that from their workout, um, which is, which is, which is different because if your whole life, if you've been going to like group fitness classes or just going to a personal trainer, that's been totally just beating your ass, like, you know, made you do hundred burpees at the end of the session and you're totally destroyed and you're laying there for a second, like, like how it used to be at the end of CrossFit. That's not my goal for this programming right now. So when it comes to getting the results you want, that's when you've really got to dial it in and be like, okay. If my result is to perform better on the golf course, I need to go use those as my form of measurement. Yes. Not necessarily, am I getting better? Um, you know, is my workout challenging me and totally kicking my ass? Um, am I actually getting what I want out of this? Yes. No, that's Which great. is a better performance out on the golf course. Because right now, like, the volume is just so much lower that, you know, people are getting stronger and faster and their performance on the course will improve if they train this way, but it's a mind shift for some people. They're not used to this. Like they think that working out and I think social media has, is something to blame for this too, or just some of the workouts that are put out there because as a trainer, you also feel that, or I used to feel that if I didn't destroy this person or kick their ass, like in the workout, they're, they're going to feel like they didn't get enough value out of it. Yeah. But there's tons of value and not just totally destroying yourself in a workout. Yeah. So I kind of got a little lost in thought there, but hopefully you got my point. No, I, really, like, I want the goals, the performance aspect. Well, it's yeah. And that, that was my third bullet point. My final bullet point is um like intention and 
um and we can talk about periodization in there a little bit too so which you yeah it is periodization yeah which you because i want to talk about here's kind of what is under that umbrella so the one for one we did an intensity and intention podcast i think everybody should go back and listen to because it covers this in great detail we literally talked about it for like 40 minutes intention being like what is the goal of this phase and then like same thing like periodization periodization for those that don't know is like not doing the same thing year round like your workout program much like lift heavy swing fast is should have different phases in it you should not be doing the same exact intensity and same reps and same sets and same weight every gym session for years and years and years and we see this all the time at the gym like Mm -hmm. we've been going to the gym long enough now and i'm like "Hmm, these people should probably be in different phases and they're doing the same shit or they're lifting just as heavy like and again we preach like lift lift all of the things but it's like okay like now it's time to back off and like do lighter weight but do maybe more reps and sets or whatever coupled with we should be deloading and we should also be taking rest days. So I know I'm like throwing a lot of things out there, but I think it all falls under the same umbrella of like results. Guys, if you've been doing the same thing for years, if you've always gone to the gym or gone to your group X class and killed yourself and you are expecting different results, that is literally the definition of insanity. Like Mm -hmm. you have to show up and do different things or else your shit will always be the same. You will continue to hurt. You will continue to burn out every six weeks because you go, go hard, 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 hard. And then you quit for six weeks and then you get back on. And then you get, if you are following a good program, much like our programs, you will get results simply by having balanced programming, taking deload weeks. Like again, I'm just to your point of making sure that we're taking the recovery days when we need them going at the intensity level that you're supposed to be at. I'm speaking very broadly right now, not getting into any specifics, but we can't go 110% all the time. And also just, even if you can, if you're that person out there who's like, I, but I can, try doing it differently actually, because mm-hmm. it will blow your mind. If you actually give yourself like that time, that six weeks period, or even like that extra two rest days in the week that you never thought that you needed, your workouts will be exponentially better because you're actually recovering and you're well rested. Mm -hmm. Same thing with like, imagine how your joints will feel if you aren't just lifting super heavy all the time year round and you're actually taking your time to do the, um, you know, two second pauses or working on your, what, what is it? What am I trying to say? Working on your, um, not pace. What the fuck am I saying? Like when you're like descent for two seconds and like you're, it's a triphasic training so like eccentric concentric yeah like if you're working on that there there's so much value to that if you're like doing 30 percent of the weight that maybe you would but your work your mobility has gotten like so much better again like maybe your joints feel so much better maybe your cns isn't fried and you're sleeping better at night or Mm -hmm. whatever like it is so important that we are doing the things as prescribed in our programming because more is not more just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should if your goal is to be a badass what i loved what what i still love about like i mean this is what people say that kind of hate on crossfit and i don't hate on crossfit but they're like professional exercisers or whatever and it's true like there's a there's still that part of group fitness where it's just like good for you you're like good at going to the group x class four days a week like cool like if that is your goal to your point our our athletes want to get better at golf so like we should be focusing on that as the goal and not like i'm really good at going to the gym six days a week right i slept for four hours but i got up and went to my 5 a.m orange theory class like okay cool nobody cares like nobody's giving you a crown for that like how's your golf game are you getting better are you measuring what's getting better are you just checking box checking box checking box checking i did it 
intensity and intention matter. Your intention totally matters. And I have one more point with that. The last thing that I'll say is on the opposite side of that, which is the people that show up to check the box and they like don't work hard in the gym. So maybe you're the person that's out there. I see this all the time too, where it's like, what are you like? Why are you even here? You know, whether it's in a group X setting or if you're training and you're just, you can tell people are just kind of like doing their same shit. They are not, they're not, their, their eyes are wandering everywhere. Like they're not focused. And again, like maybe we go to the gym or being social, like that's whatever. But there's so many people that are box checkers that are not there to actually work. Right. And so I saw this more like in group X where it's like, I'm pushing myself and I am working really hard and I'm really focused and I want to get better. And you see the same people coming in there doing the same shit they always do. And they're wondering why their body isn't changing or they're not getting faster. I can't run faster. I can't get stronger. Run the fuck faster and pick up heavier weights in the in your workout yeah. class. If you're showing up here and you're going to give yourself that hour, hour and a half of your day, show up and do something different. Mm-hmm. Like bring the intention that, and again, this goes back to like, maybe you need to take some days off so that you can show up for yourself on the days that you're coming to the gym. Right. Um, so that's just like a big one for me that I wanted to drive home. And I think it all kind of falls under that bucket of just intention, intensity, you know, and then like smart periodization and knowing, right. knowing what that looks like for you. Yeah. And like kind of just understanding and, you know, if you're signing up and doing a, a program that, that someone writes and, and you believe in them and, um, obviously you do it to, to an extent cause you signed up to do what they are telling you to do, do what they do, try do it. it, do it. And, um, I mean, trust me, like, you know, right, right now, like it's, I'm having people do sets of three, like re- three reps. And a lot of people, I guarantee they've never done that. Never trained like that before. And it's different. And they're like, oh, I could have done a lot more reps. I'm like, well, you need to do more intensity. Yeah, yeah, you, you need to do more weight or, or some kind of, or move it faster. Yes. Um, you need to, you need to hit it harder. Yes. And they'll be like, oh, that's, but that's still not enough for me. I'm like, okay, I don't, again, I don't like comparing myself to other people. But I do this for a living, and I'm one of the fitter people that you'll ever meet. Yes. And I can do it, and it it's harder for me. Yes. So if I can do it, you can do it. Yes. Yes, push yourself. But I think Violin's one of the best at this. He talks about this all the time. He's, like, always pushing people to, like, go harder. And, again, I know we're speaking to two groups of people. Some people need to slow it down, and some people need to crush it harder. But, mm-hmm. like, push your body. Like, push it. Right. Learn how to learn its limits and push that limit. You just because you're a certain age doesn't mean it stops. Like it, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Right. Like the limits will continue to get pushed. My ratings of perceived exertion will continue to go up or level up, I should say, you know, as I continue to train. And like, that's how it should be. Like people don't know what failure is. Like learn where your limit is at. Yeah. Learn where you're in. Now respect the shit out of it. Give your body the rest so that you can find that limit and you're not just constantly like going on adrenaline and you're just like cortisol happy because you're just you're you're really not getting any gains from that. You're just your hormones are out of control. Push your body and learn how to push and find your limits. It's important. For sure. So those are my like buckets. I don't think I did you did I miss any? Um, there's again, there's there's other things that we could unpack. Um, but I think that those are the big ones. Patience, consistency intensity intention um and making sure you're measuring making sure you're measuring your results and measuring the right types of things yeah boom cool with it you're cool with it yeah. you sign off on it yeah what are you obsessed with this week Ooh, god oh uh 
a lot, a lot of things. Obsessed with the fact that we're road tripping. I think, I think I'm like excited about it. Like it's in the back of my mind. I'm thinking about it, thinking about what we're gonna get to go do. We're surprising a friend. We can talk about it. We're surprising a friend for her birthday. Oh yeah, she won't. She won't. She won't hear this until but, yeah, even, I mean, if she, even if she listens. I'll be honest. Um, I know she. I mean, she probably doesn't, but she might actually. She might sneak in some episodes. Um, we're going to New York to surprise a friend for her birthday. I, I miss, we haven't seen anybody in a while. I'm not going to lie. Like I've been thinking about like a lot of our friends and I, I miss, we don't really have a circle of people out in Oklahoma. I don't, I'll speak for myself. Well, I don't either. I mean, I, I've got, you know, I'll admit like lately we've, I've had a lot of like very much like tunnel vision We're working yeah. really hard on the programming. Yeah. Um, I've kind of got it in my mind that, you know, I want to, you know, I don't like the, the rock Johnson, like the, the hardest worker in the room, but like, I'm like, Hey, like this space is competitive. Yes. And like, you know, if my competitor, I don't really know who they are, but if they're out there, whoever they are, if they're not working on Saturday and Sunday and I at least work one of those days yeah. or both of them yeah. over the course of a year, yeah. five years, I'm going to get years ahead of these people. No, so like, sure. you know, um, so yeah, we've had, I've, I've just had like shit, very hardcore, like tunnel vision, working really hard. And, um, uh, you know, I've got, every, we've been working to like set everything up to like take this road trip. So it's actually pretty exciting to let loose. Hopefully have some nice weather. I do want to like play some new golf courses. You know, we've been a member of Meadowbrook for a while. Um, and that's the only course I've played in months Yeah, where it's a fine course, but you know, golf is, that's the joy. One of the joys of golf is that getting to see new places, you get to see new places. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's definitely some courses I'm excited to play again that we've, you know, that are up there on the beach and then, um, I'm sure there's gonna be some new ones along the way. So yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to our travels and looking forward to seeing the parents mostly getting excited because they get excited to see squat. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, for us to just sort of maybe take a backseat, no pun intended to like work stuff a little bit. Yeah. I've been cutting for like 12 weeks. So I'm kind of excited to, um, not be, not be cutting and just <laughs> kind of go. Um, I did lose. I think I lost, um, like seven pounds in 12 in 12 weeks. That's really good. Um, you know, Especially ate, since ate a like lot a, of protein. A ton and... of that was probably body fat. Yeah. So you lost like body fat. You think so? Probably. You actually believe I lost body fat this time? <laughs> yeah. Erica's yeah. Erica is uh, the know... toughest critic when it comes to cutting. Okay. But Cody, this is this what this whole episode is like consistency and patience and you were an example of somebody who like just didn't quite get it with that for a while and that's okay like that's a lot i think it takes i mean i'm not i've been there where you're just like either your head isn't in it and it's okay to like back away from it and be like this isn't the time but like to give yourself a true consistent 12 weeks and really do it mm -hmm. and then to see like what actually happens when you do i think this is the first time that you've done that in a while yeah I think 12 might be a little too long for me because I think this yeah. is my second like pretty good run at uh, a 12 week cut and you can like stay like, you know, normal throughout the whole year. People do that, but I like the whole like bulking and cutting and having different phases. I think it, it makes it more interesting, but, um, and last time I did it, same things kind of happened where I started like not sleeping as well. Actually, we're about to go off into a whole new subject, so I'll just kind of cut this off. But um, I think probably like I need to do it just a little bit shorter next time. Yeah, you do. You're pretty lean, so it's 12 weeks. It's a pretty long time. You didn't really take a break. So yeah, but yeah, we can unpack that. And maybe we'll do, we'll do a podcast episode on the phases of nutrition. Yeah, and then and uh, the Ninja Creamy was a big uh, help uh -huh. towards the end. Mm -hmm. Yes, Because I got is. these giant pints of ice cream. Lots homemade of made at home protein ice cream they're like 300 calories and like just a pint and um 
they were delicious. They are delicious. Still eating them every day. Still eating them, yes. So with that, guys, hopefully this was this was a good one. I like this topic. Uh, hopefully it's helpful. We like to hear from you, so don't forget to reach out to Cody Westcott Golf or comment on our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe. We do have the Shoot It Straight podcast YouTube channel, and of course, Cody Westcott Golf. These episodes get posted to both because we want everybody to access them at all times whenever they feel like it as easily as possible. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Instagram, Cody Westcott Golf. Yep. Um, all the all the channels. Thank you. Thanks.